Welcome to Blurds Are Us with your host Ace and Big T. How are you doing, guys? And welcome to episode 85 of Blurds Are Us. 85. We are back with a quickie here as we have a lot of movies coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yes. And um, the last episode, we didn't get a chance to go over Widows and Overlord. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, due to technical dealings with my laptop being dumb, Hmm. Um, some strange reason my Skype wasn't opening um, so unfortunately I was unable to record all the guys over at Nerds hmm. um, but definitely going to have to sort something out to have them on on a future episode because I really want to get them on before episode 100 as you know like I said they've been a big help in helping me set up and um, do a lot of different various things um, for my podcast hmm. as well as offering advice blah yada 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 um, so definitely want to get them on at some point um, if anyone's out there listening and knows how I can get my Skype working um, I have uninstalled it and reinstalled it and it's still not working it like goes to the blue screen and then it closes itself so <laughs> yeah um, we are using our new mixer yeah like, this thing is top bro it like, is big it is professional looking <laughs> yeah like I feel like I'm in a studio, but obviously mm. I'm not in a studio in my yard. But I feel like we're in straight out of Compton, bro. Yeah, like, man. Like, there's so yeah, many buttons. I don't know. Like, don't right, touch right now, any of them. Everything's pretty much <laughs> at halfway. Um, but there's like loads and loads and loads and loads of different buttons, mm. uh, and there's like space for I think eight channels. Um, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, so yeah. Um, the sound quality on this episode should sound a lot better as well. We've figured out some stuff, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, but in saying that, all right, so what have you been up to since um, last recording? Uh, again, nothing much, man. I'm I'm boring. Like yeah. I'm gonna have stuff to talk about next episode. Okay. Uh, a little tease, so I'm not gonna say nothing. All, right, cool. all I'm gonna say is I've been watching The Greatest Showman. Big. Quite a lot. I've got back into the soundtrack in so, a big way. So, did you know that they actually re-released the soundtrack? Did they? But they re-released it with um, like celebrity singers singing it. Yeah, boo. So they've got like so. I've heard the um, the pink one is the um, uh, what's that one? The one at the beginning where he sings as a child. The one he sings as a child. Um, oh, I close my eyes yeah, so and that's I can pink. see. Oh, for, what? Yeah, go ahead. That's pink. Um, the Reach for the Stars one, that's, um, I think, James Gordon. Rewrite in, the Stars. Rewrite the Stars, sorry. No, it's, it's yeah, it's... James Gordon and Emery. No, it's, it's not James Gordon. It's Josh Gordon or something. It's, no, no, it's, it's not like, James Gordon, I know not, that. Yeah, that's I didn't say comedian. James Gordon, I said Josh Gordon. You said James Gordon. Oh, well. So, yeah, that's that's been re-released and... Why don't we rewrite the stars? <laughs> so that album been released. say you'll be mine? It's called The Greatest Show. No one can keep us and, apart. And doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so waste. Uh, You're yes. the one I was meant to find. You're not serious. I'm just gonna say it. I'm going to I'm going to a sing along. Yeah, I'm still waiting for you to send me the details for that. 
So if didn't I, I send them to so you? So if I can tag, I might tag along. It's 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 uh, the tickets are probably sold out for the one we're going to. Oh. It's been so popular. They've added um, dates to it in December. So yeah. I send it to you. Maybe we can go to that one. Formed by James Arthur and Anne Marie. That's it, James Arthur. James yeah. Corden. You joke. Oh, up. come alive! It's performed by Craig David. Come Ooh. alive! I might get this album as well. That might be good actually. So, alright, so it's The Great Showman, performed by Hanchi at the Disco, huh? then A Million Dreams, performed by Pink, then A Million Dreams, performed by Willow Sage Heart, yeah. then Come Alive, performed by Years Come and Years Alive. and Just Glenn. That should, yeah. that should sound good. Mm. The Other Side, performed by Max and Ty Dollar Sign, Never Enough, performed by Kelly Clarkson. Ooh, that could mm. be interesting. This Is Me, uh, performed by Keller Seattle, Kesha, Missy Elliott. No, I need to hear that. What? No, nah, nah, I need to hear that one. Missy Elliott. Uh, rewrite the Stars, like I said, James Arthur and Anne-Marie. Tightrope performed by Sarah Berrius. Uh, From Now On is performed by Zach Brown Band. Uh, bonus From song, The Greatest Show, performed by Penn. These Eyes Will Not Be Blinded by the And then uh, Come Alive, performed by Craig David. Come and This Is Me, yeah, performed by Kesha. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, like... I'm listening to that because I want to hear the one with Missy Elliott. Some, yeah, I, I, I hope I'm she curious. hasn't added like a rap or of something. Of course, she's added a rap to it. She might be singing it. Um, nah, I'm, she's I'm, definitely adding a rap. I don't know how hope. Oh, this is Sanity will prevail. Ooh. I was, I'm like, like I can, I, if T's getting one, I can just mute him. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey he's now muted. I, 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 I'm muted. Hey. Yeah, you are muted. Honestly, right, my mic's still closed, so it probably picked up anyway. Oh. Um, we're probably going to upgrade our mics um, just to improve that sound quality just a little bit. Mm. Um, I asked the leftover army guys for some advice on that. So I need to browse and see what's the best cost-effective ones and how we would connect. Because a lot of them um, advise ones that have got like a USB connect. Yeah. And obviously with a mixer, I don't. I think that means I'd have to get like a an adapter to be able to plug it in. Who knows? Um, we're still getting that aux problem where the only aux that works is the one that's broken. Um, <laughs> this so, is a metaphor for the show, really. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone could give advice on how we can get the aux, the, the proper aux to play, was it both sides of the track? Yeah. Because it right plays like... The B side. Yeah. yeah. But then with right. the broken one, everything works. So, yeah. Mm. Um, I've not been up to much. However, I was talking to uh, Leona. Do you remember Leona? Ebony, Ebony and Ivory, the back in college days. So name sounds familiar. If I say if I'm saying Ebony and Ivory, that that's not putting two and two together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, got, I okay, just got it. Cool. <laughs> uh, so I've been chatting to her and talking um, yeah. about Daniel Dynasty Warriors. Oh yeah, because uh, she was posted on Facebook. Was like, Are they oh, going to film it or something? I don't know if it is. I'm down. I'm sure, I've seen. I'm down. If there's a I'm film, of Dan- up, no. if there's a film of Dynasty Warriors, I'm so down. I'm sure I saw because that because Dynasty Warriors is epic. Um, yeah, go on. Sorry, and we were just talking about it and just like how much we remember playing the game. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably gonna go pick it up. I want to go at Electrical CES. But there's a new one coming, isn't it? I don't know. That is the Warriors 9 is the latest one as far as I'm aware. Um, I there's, I'm, I'm so baffled. I'm sure I saw some new Dynasty something, Dynasty Warriors. I don't know if it was a movie or a game. I saw something. You know, cause I, Dynasty, the latest one is Dynasty Warriors 9. No. Hold on. I'm sure I saw a film. Dynasty Warriors movie. So either way, I'm going to movie. probably pick that up. 
um, after my ne- my busy period over the next two weeks, and that's probably going to sign that I'm going to go back to playing and enjoying. Here, um, Dynasty Warriors is an upcoming Hong Kong fantasy action film based on a Japanese video game franchise of the same title by, I could never pronounce, K-O-E-I. Koi, yeah. Oh, Koi, Koi, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Dynasty Warriors is like a game based on the things called the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. It's um, back in ancient Chinese times where there was like three tribes, and they were all trying to like basically like unite the kingdom. And the game was just epic, man. The cutscenes were epic. Um, the like. <laughs> there's a trailer there's a, seriously <laughs> there's a trailer oh, no, no, we gotta we go play that I'm gonna find this now quickly I don't know if, I haven't clicked on it so I don't know if it's a fan made or what it's probably a fan made trailer let's just look it says first official trailer coming out in 2019 should we just do trailers first should we let's do, let's is get Dynasty Warriors gonna <laughs> suck us into trailers <laughs> yeah, go so on let's do it let's go into trailers and We're then gonna, we'll come back to the News. Yeah. So, trailers. Alright, so we're going to be playing the first official trailer with Dynasty Warriors. Peggy 12. This yeah. should sound So yeah, this is sound crisp. There's a sound there. Uh, yeah, I am down for that. Yes. Like as long as, again, like I said, the person that plays Liu Bu has to be broken. Mm. Like Liu Bu was the man. Who's Liu Bu? He was the one that even you go like level fifty, yeah, <laughs> you still have to run away from. It's only like two people like <laughs> maxed out and like had all the good weapons that you could take him on. Yeah. Oh, so he's a villain. Yeah, he was on like he was he was just like a, a um a mercenary that they hired on one of the levels. Yeah. And you just pop out every now and then. Like it was just like. If you tried to face them head on, yeah, you just murk. You had to run away. Mm. Um, That's true. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Um, I didn't know there was a movie, but yeah, that is a movie. I'm I'm down. I thought of you when I saw it. I was like, right, Ace is um, going to be yes, high. I'm, I'm, I'm down. So I want to be picking up Dynasty Warriors Nine in the next week or two, mm. and I'll give that a little review. Mm. Um, I, I went into game today. I went into Creighton. Yeah. Nintendo Switch is still like 230, 260. Yeah. So I'm going to wait for that to come down <laughs> quite yeah, a bit. Um, but I'm definitely getting one. By end of 2019, I will definitely have a Nintendo Switch. Mm. All right. So 
Choice is yours. What trade do you want to go to next? Ooh, let's go to... Have you seen any of these? I've seen Once Upon a Deadpool, and yeah. I haven't seen these other two. All right, neither have I. So let's do Once Upon a Deadpool okay. first, because we've both seen it. Right before Christmas, a good guy in red is coming to theatres with his new sidekick, Fred. <laughs> That's Fred Savage from... Um, Why am I here? You're in a PG-13 version of yeah, Deadpool, well, like, filtered like, like, through the prison of childlike innocence. I'm a and nobody man. does childlike innocence like you, Fred. Nobody. I need you almost as much He's as you Fred need me. I don't need you from, uh, at all. You need me to untie you once we're done. I loved your working up. I'm sorry. Don't get too attached. Once upon a Deadpool. Kind of prefer Marvel movies. We are Marvel. Yeah, but you're, you know, Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. It's music, but it sucks. Whoa! You were nicer as a kid. We did PG-13. Limited engagement in theaters December 12th. That is joke. I love it. That's good. So, yeah, he's Fred Savage. He's from Princess Bride. Basically, Princess Bride is like a... Kind of a parody c- comedy version of like a kind of like Game of Thrones, that type of world. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like with sword fights and monsters and dragons. Yeah. And it's a story basically being told by a granddad to a child mm-hmm. who, as a bedtime story. Yeah. So, and the boy was the actor when he was a boy. Okay. It was him going to bed and his granddad was telling him a story and he's like, let me tell you the story. Of the Princess Bride. And the, the kid's like, the Princess Bride? Like, I don't want to hear no dumb Princess Bride story. I want to hear some action. And he's like, trust me, there's action, isn't it? Yeah. And then he tells him this, like, heroic story of sword fights and that, and it, like, cuts back and forth. Mm. And, like, that is in modern time, the granddad telling his son a story. Okay. So it's like a play on that. That's why it's like Deadpool apparently has kidnapped Fred Savage, like, at the actor Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> trying to recreate this scenario from the film. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious. And I hope it does keep cutting back. And like, whenever something happens in the R-rated version mm-hmm. that can't happen in the PG-13 version, it will cut to this, him telling me, okay. like, well, we can't talk about this bit because <laughs> this is a PG-13, but I can draw a picture and show you, but like, yeah. we just can't show them. Like, okay. And then, and then first time, like, oh, shit. Like, that's, that's, that's it's like, damn it, you used one of our swear words. That's what, like, two Do you know weeks. what I mean? Like, you can make a lot of jokes. Like, But do you know what I heard? I heard in England, mm-hmm. it's going to be rated 15 again. So what's the point? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, that means one of two things, yeah? Yeah. That means, I don't know what it means, like, because at first I was like, well, in America it was R-rated, but here it was a 15, so like, what, is America a bunch of pussies or something? Yes. But then it's like, <laughs> they get a PG-13. Yes, you <laughs> are pussies. But then, yeah, exactly, with your shoulder pads and aye, helmets aye, aye. and, where's this is rugby, like, bro? Listen, American Ain't no shoulder pads. American football and, uh, is much more violent than What, rugby. should we get into hockey <laughs> with all the padding <laughs> yeah, yeah. and shoulder pads yeah. and helmets? There ain't no croquet. We're on horses, bro. Ain't that what croquet is? Ain't when you like smack... Oh, oh, okay, well, fuck you. No, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Sports, um, sports reference. Yeah. What was he saying? So I'm thinking America's a bunch of pussies because they, they're they giving it R rating and we're giving it a 15. Yeah. But now they're giving it PG-13 and we're still giving it a 15. Like, 
Do they just have a problem with Deadpool? I've got actually. Hold on. Let me. Let me. I, I, I took a screenshot of the article I read because it made me laugh. You actually read clicked on the article. I actually did because it made me <laughs> laugh. <laughs> but it, it it's just funny, man, because it's Deadpool. Um, so here we go. Uh, Once upon a Deadpool was submitted to the BB, BBFC running time at 117 minutes and 33 seconds so which is hours. which is shorter than the original cut of 119 minutes again by just two minutes by, yeah well okay yeah <laughs> by a minute and 27 seconds okay that's uh, yeah. and this is even with additional fred savage scenes so apparently they shot a lot of extra scenes for okay. the movie so that must mean if they're adding fred savage scenes and it's shorter that means they're taking out a lot of Okay. It might be like a, a couple seconds here and there, and just cutting it sooner, just yeah. so you don't see the decapitation. It's implied. I actually saw the the box set for Deadpool one and two, and I was really tempted to buy it. Mm. So tempted. Um, it says has ended up with a fifteen for strong violence and crude humor. Mm. So England's just a bunch of pussies. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you've gotten rid of the blood and the violence and the sex, but there's still strong violence and ew, there's crude humour. We can't have none of our under-15s hearing none of that crude humour. Mm. Bunch of fucking English snobs. Nancy's. BBFC Nancys. Just give us a fucking film. Like, 12-year-olds are watching this in America. Or 13-year-olds or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. That just made me laugh. Um... Um, oh, th- this concerned me. I might have to book my ticket now if this is true. Yeah. It says, uh, for film fans age 15 and up, Once Upon a Deadpool will arrive in UK cinemas on 11th of December for a one-night-only engagement, a bonus Christmas treat for fans of Mr. Paul. Does that mean this film's only getting shown for one night? I don't know. It just said release date December 12th. But then it said for a one-night-only engagement. Oh, then that means it's probably not going to get shown as fair. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm booking my ticket right now. I'm looking this up. Uh, 11th of December, did I say? 11th of December. It's not even going to allow me to go that far forward in time, is it? Nah, if you go to the advance, it might have it. Let's see what's on. Uh, anyway, come on, let's just continue the episode. Because right, I so can't just... let's go to the next trailer. Mm. I'm going to maximise the screen for this one. Yeah. And, and this is? The Aquaman trailer. The final the Aquaman trailer. Final Aquaman trailer. So, best spoilers, probably. Legend has it that one day, a new king will come, who will use the power of the trident to put Atlantis back together again. It's the exact spot that Volko gave me my first swimming lesson. I already know how to swim. Not even close. You have to forget all the teaching of the surface world. Go deeper. One cover your Atlantean instincts. He spent his entire life training. Training to be the best. My parents made me what I am. I am the protector of the deep. Trident resides the power of Atlantis. In their own hands, it would bring destruction. But in the hands of the true way, it would unite above and below. The time has come for Atlantis to rise again. We must stop him. And how do you propose we do that? By retrieving this. I already got one of those. Not like this one, you don't. 
surface whether you like it or not. Your mother always knew you were special. She believed you'd be the one to unite our two worlds. Atlantis was always had a king. Now I need something more. But what could be greater than a king? Atlantean king armor, like mm. that, that works. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm liking that. It's uh, it's different from a lot of the DC stuff we've got. Yeah, it's most like Wonder Woman, which makes sense because that, that was, was a good one. A good one, and DC are finally learning the right lesson. Yep. Um, what made me laugh about that guy is that one of my friends at work, Aaron, um, he told me about this trailer, and he was like, "Bro, have you seen the Aquaman trailer?" I was like, "No." And he was like, and he goes, at one point, he goes, is Kanye West in it? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you'll see when you watch the trailer. But he goes, I swear there was a minute when Kanye West was standing uh, on top of a submarine or I something. I kind of have to take that back now. Because see. it did kind of look like Kanye West. <laughs> and the reason that gives me jokes here is because that could be a South Park reference. Do you remember uh, this episode of South Park? <laughs> I fished it. I'm not a gay I'm not a gay fish. fish. My parents made me what I am. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that's quite that entertaining. Like that's jokes. Um, yeah, December twenty first. That's in like three weeks. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to a DC film. Yeah, like I said, I'm, 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 I just hope it's good. But I was looking, I was looking forward to Suicide Squad. That trailer was good. Yeah, but this good. looks like good in a different way. Mm. This actually looks like a good film. Yeah, whereas Suicide Squad looked like a good time. <laughs> Turned out to be anything. I don't know. I, I liked it. Um, let's move on to the uh, last trailer we're going to talk about. Last trailer. Um, the Lego Movie 2. Which uh, is called... The second part. The second part. Did you get it? <laughs> the second part? Once, everything was awesome. Everything now, was awesome. everything is bleak. Hey, Lucy. I brought you coffee. Coffee. The bitter liquid that provides the only semblance of pleasure left in these dark times. Oh my goshness, did I interrupt you brooding just now? Times have changed. You need to change with them. We have to be tough and battle ready. Look, a shooting star, make a wish! <gasps> oh no. Run! <laughs> Hurry, the door is slowly closing! <laughs> oh! 
thing. It's getting so cold. Emmett, what are you doing? Hooray! See, that wasn't so bad. Nothing got in. Ah, something got in. I'm yeah. General Mayhem. Bring me your artificial leader. Lucy! Emmett! This is all my fault. Hang on to your fronts, Planny. We're going to save Lucy. You tell me to Asteroid! You mind if I save your life? Not at all. Who are you? The name's Rex Danger Vest. Galaxy-defending archaeologist, cowboy, and raptor trainer. <laughs> I don't get it. Will you help me rescue my friends? You don't want to go anywhere near the Sistar system. It's ruled by an alien queen. Only the toughest are gonna get out of there alive. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> yes, you are. I'm a queen, whatever I would not be. I'm getting super evil vibes here. I can change my form to something else if this makes you uncomfortable. Hey, guys. No, go back. The horse was much more palatable. I got a phone and a play phone. I gotta get it, baby. No, it did not. Lucy! Emmett, did you draw stubble dots on your face? What? No. Who are you? I'm your worst nightmare. You're me when I'm late to school and I forgot my homework and my pants are made of pudding? No, I don't. Fun, that's really fun. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's I'm into that. I'm down for that. Yeah, cool, cool. Alright, so we're gonna go back to what would normally be our like third, well, second sections after what we've been up to, and hit us up with the news. So I have like no news, so that's all going kind of from Big T today. Hey, it's Big T's news. Hey, sorry, I'm just filling time while I look for my news. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, news. Well, one thing I wanted to bring up. This isn't really news, but it's something that went down and it upset a lot of people. What's this? Is it the policeman getting beat up? Mm, no, what's that? So basically, um, what do you call it? Um, these police officers are trying to arrest some people, mm-hmm. and like they basically fall back, and like no one in like the public helped them. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, someone was just like, you know, if the people want the police to like, you know, not be so like, I don't know, like hard, hard, hard handed. Members of the public in them kind of situations should help out, kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, it just looks mad. Like they usually, like one of them gets flaky. It's just, it's just mad. Like, yeah. it's so wild. I haven't even seen that. I have yeah, to, wa- yeah, to watch that. Just have a look at that. Mm. So it's a very wild scene. Mm. Um, but no, okay. What what is it that you? Uh, well, what I was going to say something different, but what I've, I've just remembered. I've just seen here. Um, speaking of Once Upon a Deadpool and the Princess Bride reference and all that. Um, William Goldman, um, the writer of Princess Bride, uh, died uh, at the age of 87. Uh, that was, I think, just after Stan Lee died. Uh, when did I get this? Saturday. So it would have been Friday. 
Um, yeah, so that's that's sad. That's not death, unfortunately. Mm. It happens. Life is a very fleeting thing. Mm. Yeah, no, it really is, bro. And um, speaking of death and, and uh, mentioning Stan Lee, mm-hmm. um, this is what I was going to bring up. Bill Bill Mayer or Bill oh, Mayher. I don't know how to say his name. Ugh. Spell your name. Like, Mayher, oh, is it? Bill Mayher. So he basically, I don't know if he was trolling or if I he felt was. I thought like he was trolling. Like, I hope he was trolling because if he was being serious, then he's like a, a really big prick. Yeah. Um, but he said some stupid things uh, about the death of Sp- uh, of Stanley. You might um, say Spike Lee like your fox. Yeah. <laughs> he basically said, "This is what he wrote. He wrote a blog. He writes a blog or whatever, and uh-huh. he said this was a, a, a bit taken from it. He said the guy who created Spider Man and the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning. Now, first of all, that is a prick. He's already like you can hear the sarcasm in his mm. voice. Do you know what I mean?" Like, oh, the guy who created Spider-Man and Hulk. Like, he's more than that. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's what he created. He created Spider-Man and Hulk. Yeah, fair enough. But he created, first of all, many more characters than that. And it's not even... This is what people like him don't understand, yeah? It's that it's not... Oh, look, it... Especially with Marvel and with Stan Lee's characters, yeah? yeah? It's not like, oh, look, it's the man who can fly. It's the man who can leap tall buildings and Mm. da-da-da. That's DC stick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Marvel is about the person, do you know what I mean? It's about the stories behind the person. And listening to um, uh, Fat Man Beyond, Kevin Smith's podcast with Mark Bernardin, they pointed out like a lot of Marvel characters are from Earth, do you know what I mean? They're from specifically New York because that's where he was. They're human. They have an accident or they do some science or they gain a power or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or they're just unlucky enough to be born a mutant or, or lucky enough based on your perspective. But it's more based on the person. Do you know what I mean? It's based on the hero more than the super. It's about the... the, the people don't love comic books because of the of the fights and the costumes and the this. Like, that's a big part of it. Yeah. But it's because of the messages behind it. Do you know what I mean? Like... It's because of the stories of being a hero, being the best you can be, getting power and using it for good and rather than for evil and still cons- having to do uh, consequences. Every- yeah, do you know what I mean? The consequences, uh, situations. Situations and people can relate to it, do you know what I mean? And it got people through a lot of dark times. Like it gets people through, like people get bullied, do you know what I mean? And turn to comic books because yeah. like it, they can relate to being a mutant or something, do you know what I mean? They can relate to, do you know what I mean? Not fitting in and being told they're different, but like it meant a lot more than just oh the creator of Spider-Man and yeah. Hulk has died like so from the first sentence I was pissed off bruv like I was already um, so he said America is in mourning deep deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to I don't know watch a movie I guess yeah it's like, this guy? He, doesn't, he doesn't know his stuff he clearly doesn't know what he's saying like first like first of all he wrote comics not movies yeah mm. second of all People love comic books and Stanley way before the MCU started, way before the X Men films came out and the Spider Man films. Like he was, I I, I don't even know <laughs> what to say about that. Do you know what I mean? This guy is really. Um, someone on Reddit. Po- this is what he's saying. Someone on Reddit posted, "I'm so incredibly grateful. I lived in a world that included Stanley," and this is what he said. Yeah. Personally, I'm grateful I lived in a world that included oxygen and trees but to each his own. Like, 
This guy's not saying he doesn't want oxygen and trees, yeah? He's not saying, like, that he doesn't like living in a life with technology and iPods and good health, like, medicine and shit. He's not saying that. Yeah. He's just saying, as well as that, he's glad he lived in the time of Stan Lee, mm. which a lot of people are. I am, and I never even met the guy. Yeah. I was pretty sure I've never been in the same country as him. Like, unless he's come to England, it's not happened. Yeah. So... Anyway, this like I feel like I'm getting triggered. And I'm you not, are definitely. I I'm not a triggerable guy. I don't like getting triggered. Uh, anyway, um, he, he basically. I'm. I'm not, not going to read everything he says because uh, that's dumb. But he said something like, um, "Hold on, where is it? I'm not okay. I'm not saying we've necessarily gotten stupider." Mm-hmm. But we are using our smarts on stupid stuff. Now, to a point, I agree with him. Yeah, there. Are, but I do. I do. Well, stupid is not a word. So <laughs> he's an idiot for saying that, unless he was trying to be ironic or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But I don't think the people that are doing stupid stuff aren't the smart people. They the the people doing stupid stuff might be using their smarts. Yeah. But their smarts, we don't want their smarts. <laughs> Because you're doing stupid shit, so you must be stupid. Yeah. Use your smarts on stupid shit. The smart people are doing smart things, so I don't know what this guy's talking about. Um, he said Donald Trump could only get elected oh. in a country that thinks comic books are important. What did yeah. you just do? I can't hear myself. Yeah, keep talking. Oh, <laughs> Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. Now, that's ridiculous, and I will actually... I'll actually say Donald Trump could never get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. If more people thought comic books were important, Donald Trump would not be president right nope. now. The people that think comic books are important will openly tell you Donald Trump is Lex Luthor. <laughs> Lex Luthor is a villain. <laughs> Nobody wants a villain as their president. Yeah. Those are the bad times of comic books. <laughs> Lex Luthor was the president for a while. And it wasn't good for anyone. Can you imagine if there was a Superman? Would Trump not go about it the exact same way as Lex Luthor? Yeah. He would. would he not say he's not an American citizen? He's not even a citizen of Earth. I'm going to build a wall around Earth and make the Kryptonians pay for it. This guy's a prick. How can you say comic book people put him in power? I'm pretty sure if you did a statistics, yeah? of everyone that voted against Trump and everyone that voted for Trump and then asked them if they read comic books or don't, you're going to find this pretty... Oh, oh, 100%. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The results will be correlating if that is the correct word. But um, a couple couple comments made me laugh. Someone put on Twitter, um, G. Willow Wilson um, put, Bill Mayer has done the impossible gotten the entirety of comics fandom to agree on something. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is the first time and it's happened. Like, everyone hates Bill Mayer right now. That is what we've all agreed on. Right. Whether you're DC, Marvel, Image, like, Just a waste anything. Everyone hates Bill Mayer right now. Like, comic book fans don't agree on Who anything. Bill Mayer? There's a, uh, he's just this guy, like, he, like him, this guy. You know him when you see him. He's like a talk show host. He's been on, like, he does shit. He's like a comedian, I guess. He's <laughs> not very funny. <laughs> not really. Uh, mad. Uh, what else did I also see? Some, some things that made me laugh. Um, oh, yeah, this made me laugh. 
Bill Mayer about Stan Lee, a man who inspired millions to do, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. Also Bill Mayer in one of said movies. And there's a picture here of Bill Mayer in Iron Man 3 reporting on the new um, War Machine War Machine rebrand. So he was in a Marvel movie. So he should shut the fuck up and say thank you, Stan Lee. Yeah, so say thanks for the picture. (laughs) Don't start cussing him about, oh, it makes people want to see movies. Yeah, and you're getting paid for it. So you're welcome. (laughs) So I just wanted to start randomly pressing buttons on the mixer. What's happened? Nothing. I've not touched anything. But oh, like, don't press the DD. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't do nothing. Like these sliders. What did these Leave sliders them. do? Every week, we did a test. We did a sound test. It sounded good. Okay, cool. Leave it. But it looks so we cool. We can play with it afterwards. Uh, news. Yeah, this is what we news. Okay. Um, Italy. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, I think this was what... Um, I think this is what uh, Seth Meyers tagged us in, if I remember correctly, uh-huh. uh, saying he'd like to hear our thoughts on this. So this was basically a, a news report of um, in Italy. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, they're saying any movies that get made, any domestic movies, so any Italian movies yeah. that get made, cannot go, they're looking to put a law in place that says they cannot go straight to streaming services they have to be shown in theatres first okay um, let me just read some of this so it says apparently this is something that France has also done so the, the article says France isn't the only country particularly weary of streaming services Italian culture and tourism minister Alberto Binisoli did you like my little Italian Uh, Alberto Binisoli recently unveiled a law that would require all Italian made movies to show in theatres before they reach Netflix Prime Video and other streaming uh, providers it also formalises an 105 day delay between theatrical and streaming releases so the day a movie gets released in cinema it can't be on a streaming service for 105 days Uh, although it can be shortened to just 60 if a picture either shows in fewer than 80 theatres or has fewer than uh, 50,000 viewers in its first three weeks. Okay. So, um, it says he wasn't shy about the reasoning. It's meant to protect theatres, which he contended need films that can guarantee an income. Italian media industry figures such as blah, blah, blah have claimed... I can't say that name. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. I'm doing Joey from friends. Have claimed that streamer services represent unfair competition. Mm-hmm. Do you think that streamer services is unfair competition to. Um, I don't think so. No, but it's then, a whole different experience. Yeah. You can watch a streaming service movie on your phone. You're not going to get the surround sound and the big nah. screen and the. And, or IMAX the or 3D. A, yeah, that's what you go for. Like, that's why 3Ds come out in a big way is because to get people in the cinemas yeah and even that you can get 3D TVs now but it's still not the like, same it's not the same it's the big screen it's the it's the experience mm. people that want a cinema experience will always go to the cinema yeah. like there are people that are loyal to the cinema like we've got limitless we know the people that work in the cinema just from yeah, going there yeah. like, well, obviously we we've friends. got the podcast but yeah we've got fans <laughs> we've got friends in the cinema like people we've I've got an Instagram and shit now yeah. and like so, but but what was my point? 
So <laughs> people will always go cinema. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Netflix ain't going to change that. Netflix is just... Uh, uh, um, Netflix put Blockbuster out of business. That was their competition. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, cinema ain't going nowhere. Less people are going cinema, but the people that are going cinema are going more often yeah. and to see the same film multiple times before it comes out of cinema because yeah. it's an experience. Yeah. They'll then get it on DVD, but it's not like they're not waiting for it to come out on DVD. No. They're waiting for it to come on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think that's really... I don't think it's that much competition. It's a whole yeah. different, different kind of thing. Different ball game. Yeah. Um, this isn't necessarily as harsh as the French law, which requires a three-year wait between wow. a theatrical premiere and availability on streaming services. Although it doesn't require a, th- a theatre debut like Italy uh, does. What? That doesn't make sense then. <laughs> You're saying it can't... <laughs> so you're saying it can't release on streaming service for three years mm-hmm. after the theatrical premiere, but then you're saying they don't require a theatre debut. So you're saying, listen, you can't put that on your streaming service for three years until you've had your theatrical debut. Yeah. But you don't have to have a theatrical debut if you don't want to. But the longer you leave it, the longer that three years is going to be. Definitely. Is that what they're saying? That's they're what, just that's what it they're like. them by their balls. They're just saying you don't <laughs> yeah. have to do it, but then you will never get on the streaming <laughs> service. Time's ticking, bro. The three years is getting longer. I don't know. Um, however, the goal is ultimately the same. It's an attempt to guard a traditional approach to movie going. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I I. One thing that I think is funny, yeah, mm-hmm. is that if they're saying there's a hundred and five day delay. That can reduce that it can be reduced to sixty if the picture shows in fewer than eighty theaters or has fewer than fifty thousand viewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think like someone could make a film and say like, I just want this to go straight on Netflix, but it has to go in the cinema first. Yeah. But I still want to make money that I can, but I don't want to wait one hundred and five days. <laughs> I want to wait sixty. So I'm going to show it in seventy nine theaters <laughs> and allow forty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine people to come in. I'm going to stand at the door with a clicker, <laughs> and then once again, and we're going to have people on radios that like, across the across the the seven the the the, 50, the 79 cinemas, and we're going to be kind. We're going to go, okay. Where are we up to? Four, four, 49,998, Sorry, sorry, you can't come in. Someone in in like Liverpool just just the last ticket. It's like, but my girlfriend's just got. Sorry, bro. Like, there's a lot of people's girlfriends in there. Like, I don't have to tell you. Like, I think that's funny. That I'd do. I'd find a loophole around the system, but oh, I wouldn't have this. But yeah, I don't know. That sounds mad, but it's crazy. That do you remember back in the day? Films wouldn't come out on TV or on video for, for like, how long? Like, like it seemed like a year, innit? It seemed like a year. It seemed like so long. Now it's like Infinity War apparently is going to be on Netflix. Christmas Day. Christmas, yeah. Christmas Day. The fuck? That, that's quick. Well, when did it, it came up? When did that, when was the release date for that? Bruv, either way, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But no, I'm, I'm, that's a streaming service, bro. Look how quickly things come out on Blu-ray and DVD now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a matter of months. Yeah, no, I get that. But, like, I think Christmas, it's still, that's still, like, maybe six months. 26th of April. Yeah. yeah. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Eight months. For, yeah. That's still... For it to be available on the internet. Yeah. Like, legally. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's been out on DVD, like, 
Yeah, but even that's what I'm saying. Like we just said, it's things quick, didn't come quick, up. It's quick turnaround, quick turnaround. Yeah, exactly. Like we we're living a throwaway culture, bro. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Look, I'm money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Anyway, news. So we've talked about Stanley, Bill Murray, Cameron Smith. Um, I think I'm done for news. I think I'm ready to get into comic book news. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, nothing else I can think of in terms of news-wise. So let's get it. Cue the music. Worst crossover ever. All right, hit us up. What's been happening in the comic world? Show in the comic world, shit's been a one in. Um, that was in the All right. Um, so I've only got I've only got three bits of news. So we're going to be done pretty soon. Yeah. Oh no, we got moon, and then we, we got, got two movies. movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought we were about to be done. Um. So there's been some jo- more Joker set footage, mm-hmm. not set, uh, yeah, footage and um, pictures released. Uh, it's him in full costume, uh, running away from Gotham police. There's like close-ups of his face makeup. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Um, like he's blowing, he's running. There's the cops chasing behind him. Mm. Uh, what else was I looking? Oh, and then he, as he's running, he gets hit by a cab by a taxi. <laughs> But it's all looks pretty funny. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I, I'm I'm really into this. This is my most anticipated DC film coming up, and it has nothing to do with the DC EU or the worlds of DC or whatever it's called mm-hmm. now. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I think it looks really good. Uh, look up if you want to see it. Look it up, or I'll, I'll post these on the the Instagram page. Um, but yeah, that's that's coming soon. I'm looking forward to this. What's your thoughts on this? I'm 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 not really fussed until it arrives kind yeah. of thing. Like when it comes, it comes, and I'll I'll, I'll definitely watch it. But mm. like I'm not excited. I'm not really. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not. I am so excited for this. I'm, you know. I'm not. You know, I'm really. The more excited. I see this, the let me, me let me let me see a trailer. Yeah, and I'll gain my excitement from there. But yeah, well, I, that's I, gonna make that's I, gonna I, I just, be the moment, decider. At this moment in time, I'm not fussed. Like yeah. I don't. I still. Thinking, why are we getting like three Joker movies? Well, no, but it looks like none of the other ones are getting made. Wow, we're not seeing no set photos or no news of that. Like this is getting made before, even if they do make those other ones. The fact that this is getting made first makes yeah. me laugh. Like Jared Leto has been established as a Joker. Surely it would be easier to make a Jared Leto Joker movie, but no, boy, we're gonna DC get this. DC don't... would rather give us a good film. Thank yeah. you very much. They finally learned their lesson. Um, speaking of DC learning their lessons, uh, apparently Wonder Woman 84, mm-hmm. a sequel to Wonder Woman, has been pushed back to 2020, 2020, from its 2019 release date. Now, I've heard speculation that um, the reason for this is due to some kind of flashpoint event mm-hmm. that they want to do before it, but that implies because Wonder Woman's already being filmed, and I'm like, it's being filmed or it's almost done I don't know but it's definitely being filmed at the moment yeah like there's footage they've shown footage do you know what I mean to at comic cons and shit yeah so if they're pushing that back that means unless they're gonna 
use the TV show Flash mm-hmm. to do a Flashpoint event that affects the movies and bring it all together, they're going to have to finally get a writer for a Flash movie. Like, they keep getting... Not a writer, like a, a director, sorry, which they keep losing, mm-hmm. and finally have, like, a script down because I'm not even sure there's a real script. No one's down for the script. That's why the directors keep leaving. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to get a Flashpoint movie done mm-hmm. in between now and 2020 for that to be the reason. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they're saying they want the Flashpoint event to happen and then this next Wonder Woman film will take place within the the rebooted universe yeah. of the DC world or whatever. Still having her as Wonder Woman. I'm assuming we'll still have Aquaman mm-hmm. and just maybe a different Batman if, if needed. Yeah. He's, ben Affleck sounds like he's out. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Is, is, is he um, in rehab at the moment? Ben, ben Affleck? Yeah. Probably. I think so. Like, <laughs> Batman withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> like, who knows? I feel bad for that guy, man. Yeah, hopefully he comes out on the other side. Mm. Welcome to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. Like I said, this is uh, my last news uh, is that they apparently Marvel, there's rumours that Marvel has got a director or is talking to a director to replace James Gunn in Guardians, mm-hmm. Guardians 3. And I can't find his name, um, but he was a director of the upcoming Bumblebee movie. Yeah. And Kubo and the Two Strings. Okay. So, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I loved Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah, you did. Uh, I am really looking forward to Bumblebee, more than I've looked forward to a Transformers movie in a long time. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not that, again, the, I'm see, not I'm, that excited. I, see, I'm, I'm, I'm a story guy. Yeah, I know I mean? you are. And like, that looks like it has a really good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name so I apologise uh, look it up Dude. but yeah uh, suck man you suck get out of here you haven't even seen films <laughs> what did I you say did you say Seth got back to you about that yeah he just laughed at like how you have like a, a nervous breakdown <laughs> about the um, films that I haven't seen <laughs> that the sound quality sounded uh, pretty good but he's um, looking forward to hearing what we sound like on oh yeah mixer. Mm. You actually used the word word unraveling mm. behind the movie <laughs> you hadn't watched. Yes. So many. I wanna try and do a Rocky binge. See, I thought about this. We you only really need to watch No, I wanna do I'm gonna do all of them. You wanna do all of them? I'm gonna do all of them. Before Creed two. I don't know if before Creed two, but I'm gonna try my best. That's what I'm saying. Before Creed so two Does Creed come out like Friday? Next next Friday, I think. Okay. So you've got a week. Oh, Are you gonna watch there's there's six Rocky films and a Creed movie. Are you gonna watch seven films in a week? Plus remember, week, plus busy. remember, you've still got to watch the first Fantastic Beast movie before the second one. Yeah, I might, I might do that tomorrow. So that's what I'm saying. Let me help you. Yeah, no, you don't need to watch all the Rocky movies. I'm going to do it. All right, but let me just say, okay, if you don't well, have time, for those that want to do this as well and you don't have time, here's Big T's recommendation of how to get caught up with Rocky. Just watch three and four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. Just watch three and four. Hey, yeah. So one and two, yeah? Hey, one, yeah. one and two is basically... I love you, yeah. <laughs> See? This guy does things and he hasn't even seen the movie. <laughs> this is why I, what I was unraveling the last episode. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> go and watch... <laughs> go and watch <laughs> Princess Bride before Deadpool Once Upon a Deadpool. <laughs> 
You're not allowed to sing that song. You don't have the right. You don't know what it was like. He wasn't there, man. You don't know what he went through. Climbing those stairs. Anyway, so all I'm saying is, yeah, mm-hmm. the first two Rockies is Rocky versus Creed, yeah? Yeah. It's the first fight and a rematch. Yeah. Um, to understand the stuff in Creed, mm-hmm. you only really need to see three, because mm-hmm. three is when they become, when him and Creed become friends. Yeah. And that's got Mr. T in it. And yeah. that, I think, is the best one. Okay. Three is the best one. Cool. In my opinion. And then the second, uh, four, you need to watch to understand Creed 2. Okay. Because that's where um, Drago comes into it. Yeah. And Rocky the versus the Russian, yeah. and Drago fights uh, Apollo Creed, and you see the whole backstory. So yeah. all you really need to know to understand Creed is watch three and four. Okay, because you see Rocky and Creed become friends. You see their history in that movie. You see the iconic fight that they bring up in Creed, the, mm-hmm. the iconic third fight behind the scenes that no one got to see, mm-hmm. just in a training match. Um, so just watch those two. If you run out of time, just watch those two. Okay. The fifth one is a big bunch of bullshit because... Is that where he fights the young guy? It's basically Creed, but not good. <laughs> okay. Because Rocky becomes a trainer instead okay. and takes on a younger guy, Tommy, Tommy Sutton. And um, Tommy he, the guy gets gassed on himself and then Rocky ends up having a street fight with him and it's a big bunch of bullshit. Okay. Then we've got Rocky Balboa, which is the sixth one. That's about him coming back from retirement. Mm-hmm to fight that guy because they did a simulation okay, that yeah. says Rocky wins and the guy wasn't having it. Yeah. Um, and it's like, so what, you're going to fight an old guy? That still doesn't prove anything. <laughs> the simulation said in your prime he'd beat you. Yeah. So if you beat up an old guy, that doesn't prove anything. <laughs> it just proves you can beat up an old guy. Well done. Uh, and then you get to Creed. So yeah. all you got to watch is three and four. That's my okay. recommendation. Cool. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm done with news. I'm done. We're done. We're yeah. to movies. All We're right. being efficient. Good. I yes. hope this sounds good. I really do. I think it will. I think it will. I, yeah. got high, I got high hopes. I got high hopes. I got high in the cloud. <laughs> that song was from this movie. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm pretty sure that song I was just singing here was from... Oh, no, it wasn't me. It was from the No, it wasn't from the Rubber Let's get ready to rumble! I haven't seen that. Bro, we're about to get ready to rumble up in here, for real. <laughs> I've seen clips, though. We've been talking all over this. Y'all ready for this? Babe, are you ready for this? Yeah! Um, which one do you want to go first? Well, I have only seen one. Really? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't agree with those. I, I, didn't see you Widows. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh! I didn't get a chance. So you can either review it now, uh, Widows, or you can I can watch it and we can do it. Is it still even in cinema? I don't know. Probably don't say not. That. Don't say that. Well, it definitely probably wouldn't be in Australia. We'd have to go Kingston or uh, Wimbledon. Kingston, not that Kingston, guys. Calm down. Kingston, Jamaica. Let me check tomorrow. Everything <laughs> No, nah, Widows is still in cinema. In yeah. Do you want to save it? Uh, can you watch it by Friday? I'll watch it tomorrow. Right, because Friday will hopefully. This is because I've been busy. I've been I've, like I haven't done anything worth talking about on the podcast. <laughs> what you've been busy. been busy? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but look, bro, I'm looking through this year. Yeah. We've seen like all of these films. I'm looking. Ah, uh, that's Robin Hood. Robin comes Hood out comes Friday. out tomorrow. 
Yeah. And so does the girl in the spider's web. I see, that's another thing. You need to watch the girl with the dragon's tattoo. Have you seen that? No. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Again, with that one, yeah. you you only have to watch the, the American, American remake. Version. Yeah. The original trilogy is the Swedish one. Okay. This has gone off the books. Okay. This is a direct sequel to the first one. All right. So you'll only have to watch that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, we've got a lot of films coming up. So I'll watch, I'll try, I'm going to, I'm going to, do another binge tomorrow at the well, cinema. I, I plan on seeing Fantastic Beasts Friday and I'm called Friday. Alright. Friday more films comes out. What what comes out on Friday? So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday we have your film Nobody's Fool comes out. Oh boo. Um, Nobody's Fool? Yeah, the one with that that comes out already yeah that's not this Friday I don't know if that's an early preview or what but there's a showing on Friday and I'm sure something else comes out or maybe no that's on the weekend um kind of bad podcasting sorry guys oh sorry guys yes alright fine we will be with you in a second no I think that's it until next Friday when Creed and stuff comes out where is that drop though oh there it is we have actually had the drop in a while. Remix. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that picked up. Uh, yeah, so okay, we've only we've we've got a couple films to watch. Anyway, let's get back to it. So, should we leave Widows then and just review Overlord? Overlord. All right, let's leave uh, Widows and just do Overlord then. Yes. All right. All right cool. So that I can get I'm gonna, down I'm with. Change. Bring up. I didn't really have much notes for. Um, Overlord. Oh, I've got um, notes. Okay, cool. I've got all, all right. the notes. So before we get into this, guys, for those of you listening for the first time, uh, the Blurred Rush crew have a very unique rating system. We call it the chicken rating system. Uh, if we think something's absolutely dead, don't waste your time. It gets bones. Boom. Then it gets core chicken, half chicken, three piece. And if we think something's absolutely amazing, uh, go check it right now. Like, literally, <laughs> drop what you're doing. Go and see Stop your listening to this podcast. Yeah, it gets a whole chicken. Chicken. Um, I want to go first because I'm pretty sure I want to disagree with you. Um, my rating for this movie is Don't half know. chicken. Oh. <laughs> it's a half chicken. Uh, we seem to be disagreeing a lot on oh. films recently. This year's um, top five is not gonna be. Yeah. It's not gonna end in a high five like last year. Um, depends on what number one is. That's true. But even then, our last year's top five was different points, but similar. Like yeah, I think the Logan, top three was pretty, was much, pretty much the, the same. same. Um, well, anyway, half chicken. Yeah, I how just, dare you? I just wasn't really feeling it. I knew you wouldn't because you <laughs> wanted Resident <laughs> Evil. And I said to you, you're yeah, not. I, knew, I, knew. I said to you, you're not because I saw I it before know, you. I know. I said you're not going to get Resident and Evil. I got that, yeah, but I just still wasn't really feeling the movie. Like, um, wow. Um, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. Like, I thought the acting wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, the action scenes were all right at best. I thought some things were just. All right at best. Yeah. You think the best action scene in this movie was all right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't think the action was all that great. Um, I thought there was like some really dumb things that happened that was just done just to progress the plot. Um, Such as what? Such as him just like jumping in the truck. Like you're in a a compound full of Nazis and you're just going to just 
blindly jump into a random right, truck. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you like, that. He was, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I did think that as well at the time. Yeah. It was a bit convoluted, the series of events that got him into the into Nazi the compound. compound. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll agree um, with that. But that's one example. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that ruined the movie for me. I wouldn't like, give it a half chicken for just that. Yeah, I, I get that. But like, yeah, I just didn't really have that much fun with it. Like, mm-hmm. I really wanted to enjoy it. Um, and yeah, I just, I, it was good. I, like, but I just didn't really enjoy it. Like, I didn't, I didn't come out thinking, oh, that was awesome. Like, I really want to see that again. I was like, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I think the end, the bit at the end, uh, obviously we get, well, kind of get spoiled. Like, I did think, I'd have liked it more if we saw that, that one dickhead captain uh, fight more of the, like, other enhanced guys rather than just explode, blow up the, the building. Yeah, uh, okay. I see what you're, um, I see, yeah. But again, that's if you wanted more zombie action. Yeah. I wanted zombie action in this. I thought this was a zombie Nazi movie. Yeah. And it's not a zo- Nazi no, movie. No, not really. Not it's a Nazi movie. Mm-hmm. It's a war movie. Mm-hmm. And it's got like... I would describe this here as like Inglorious Bastards with a touch of Indiana Jones and a pinch of Captain America, the first Avenger. Really? Yeah. I did in not terms get of, that In terms of the story, what okay. it's about. Alright. Yeah. In terms, like, I thought, okay, I thought this was a really good movie. I'll give my rating. I'm giving it a whole chicken. Okay. I can't wait to see this movie again. Yeah. I wanted to come and see it with you, but I, we didn't get a chance. Yeah, times but I'm going to see this again. Yeah. And when I get a chance, I'm going to see this again. Well, let me I know. Maybe on movie. second review, I might enjoy it more. I don't know. I doubt maybe it, after I give my details about the shit, yeah. and maybe when you go back and watch it again, you might know. Right, well, let's, let me just go. So uh, this was distributed by Paramount. Paramount. Yeah. Uh, running time of an hour and 49 minutes. It had a production budget of 38 million. Mm. It has currently made in America 18 million. Uh, yeah. uh, now it, it, it sorry just going back you said it was it was distributed by Paramount yeah, yeah. but I think this was the, the the makers of this was um what's J.J. Abrams company called is it Bad Robot yeah okay. Bad, Bad Robot made this film yeah because um, I, I think I heard originally it was considered to be part of the Cloverfield universe okay because you know all these Cloverfield movies like intertwine kind of intertwine or even if they don't it's just like they've got that Cloverfield feel to them title feel to them yeah Yeah. so this was originally meant to be a, a, or considered to be a Cloverfield movie but uh-huh. they, they changed their mind which I think for the better uh-huh. because although it wouldn't have changed the um, the quality of the movie the movie would still be the same movie yeah I don't think Cloverfield deserves this movie. Okay. <laughs> this, this, this doesn't deserve this movie to be part of the franchise. But Cloverfield has missed up, missed up a couple of good films, you know. So apparently A Quiet Place was meant to be a Cloverfield movie as well. Mm. So like, and though, Cloverfield, um, A Quiet, Quiet Place and this, to me, were really good. Uh-huh. Like a lot better than, actually, 10 Cloverfield Lane was good. But the first Cloverfield wasn't good. And apparently Cloverfield Paradox isn't good. I still yeah. haven't seen that, but apparently it's not good. 
Anyway, we're not talking about Cloverfield. Because <laughs> they didn't get this movie. <laughs> uh, apparently it was written by the um, same guy that wrote uh, The Revenant. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know names. All right, so because the reason why I say that is because the original version of the script written in 2013 by screenwriter Billy Ray mm. was very different in some parts than the final movie. Mm. Before it was changed over the years and after another round, Mark L. Smith was brought in to polish the script. Mm. One of the biggest differences include only having Bryce, Ford and Chloe as main heroes mm. and far more focus on horror elements of the story. Mm. Entire third act of action scenes in the ending were almost completely different than the ones in the film. Mm. For example, Bryce, Ford and Chloe were fighting against even more undead Nazis inside the church and laboratory and using every weapon they had found, they had or found trying to stop them. Mm. At one point, Boyce even throws some grenades at Nazis, but when that doesn't work, he has to use giant sword to decapitate them, mm-hmm. and then use the fire, the flamethrower to burn last one before blowing them up for good. See, that sounds like something you would love. Yes, this is how that Ace would have loved. This. That sounds like. And, and to be honest, that was one thing I thought lacked. Not even lacked because I I think this movie was really good. What yeah. I got instead, I think, was really good. Mm-hmm. I just think it was different to what I expected. I expected it to end like that. Right? At any moment, I was like, oh, he's going to start the virus. Like, do you know what I mean? When they got there and she was like, that's my neighbor, she's ill. And you heard demon noises. Mm. I was like, this is more oh, yeah, than I ill. Saw, yeah, yeah. Like, she, I, I yeah. thought she was going to start the virus. Mm. Like, there's a bit where they run away from there and they're like, go up and deal with the with her neighbor. I was like, this no, is where the, the auntie, the auntie, I was like, this is where the outbreak's going to start. Mm-hmm, okay. And then they walk in and you just, you don't even see her. You just see blood splat on the yeah, window. Sure I'm like, okay, so that's not where it starts. No, yeah, I knew from the get-go that was, that was then, in the church or where they were getting, the people were getting taken to. Yeah, no, I knew they was getting taken to church, yeah. but I would say when the outbreak starts, when the zomb- when loads of zombies come. Ah, you know nah, I, never, I, I knew from how the movie was going that was the experimentation. No, I knew it was. Exper- I knew they experimented on the auntie, the yeah. neighbor. I'm saying she would start an outbreak that's oh, not contained. Okay. Everything they've got is contained in that lab. Mm-hmm. She would start an outbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, then the zo- the Nazis that went up to take care of her, she bites them or whatever. Now they're zombies, and then Nazi zombies. Do you know what I mean? That's how I thought it was coming. When that didn't happen, there was the bit with where his friend, um, his friend, he injects him with the thing. Yeah. I was like, maybe this is where the outbreak starts. But then they dealt with him quickly as well. Mm. Like, there was that loads was of... That, there was, that was funny. That was funny, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm alive! Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm starting to feel better hot. He's starting to think of his clothes. I was mm. like, oh boy, here you go. Mm. See, I, I thought that scene was really good. Like, I did. Yeah, that, I, I enjoyed that scene. I loved how, how sincere this movie was. Like, it played it straight. Like, it started off as like a proper war movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, that, that's an opening scene. Bro, how can you say it was good at best? That opening scene, bro, was that not amazing? Yeah, I feel it was right. Bro, and again, you're going to say, oh yeah, but you like looking at something like that. It was one long take. It was one shot. Did you notice that? Nope. They was in there. Well, not the whole thing, but when it's, the shit kicked off, yeah. that was one take. Like, and there was, and it was just added to all the madness because, like, um, there was even that one bit there where there was like hook up on the thing, like we're gonna do the skydive, yeah. hook on the thing, hook on the thing, and then like an explosion happened and people fell down, and then his hook came off, so he was trying to put it back on the guy. I was like, "Fuck the hook, just go!" <laughs> you know what I mean? And the guy was just dashing people out the the door like it was nothing. Like that made me laugh. Um, 
like I said, it was one long take from, from when all that was happening. He jumps out, he's falling through the sky, like you're seeing explosions and stuff going on and it like comes really close to his face and like you're seeing him bullets just miss him and other planes exploding. He lands in the water like and it follows him down. He has to like cut the string off his thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And come up and... Alright, so... I thought that opening scene was amazing, bro. That just got me out, right into the movie. Does this... Um, the main actor, yeah, just look a bit like a John Boyega clone. Yes! That was on my notes. I was just about to say that. <laughs> that was a little bit off-putting as well. He like, was another... Why are they just casting everyone that looks like John everyone Boyega? Everyone looks like, like John Boyega. All black people look like John Bro, Boyega. they do. Look, there is something I made earlier, and I'm going to post this on the Instagram page here. Yeah? It's a little game I made called Boyega or Not Boyega. And this is a compilation of oh, wow. pictures of John Boyega. The Nutcracker guy the Nutcracker actually guy. does look like Boyega when you put it next to him. See? And especially in that pose. Is it's that so last lovely. guy from um, uh, The Hate You Give? Yeah, the last guy's from The Hate he You Give. <laughs> he does look like him. And then the guy from this film we're talking about now. I'm going to post this up on Instagram. Boyega or not Boyega? <laughs> That's jokes. Um, but yeah, I thought exactly the same yeah, thing. And so that, again, like, that, that was a little bit off quick. I was just like, why is... Are they just keep constantly like casting black people that look like John Boyega? Like, I thought that was Is hilarious. he now the template for Hollywood? Yeah, you know, he is. <laughs> He's like, we found the black guy that Hollywood accepts. Yeah. Everyone that looks like him, we cast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's and funny. I, I, like I said, I wasn't a big fan of his acting. I thought his acting was good. Mm. I don't know. I don't. There's, there's something I just didn't like. I liked um, the evil captain guy. He was actually really good. He was um, good. Because he was just like, I'm all about the mission. Like, that's not a plan. This, that. You see the, um, like, the head of the mission on the plane that died? Yeah. What? He looked bare like, it's not mm-hmm. Jordan Peele. Um, no, he was um, Shocker from Spider-Man Homecoming. No, not Shocker. Um, the black guy. Yeah, he was the black Shocker guy. The second Shocker. Oh, was he? Yeah. Bakeem Woodbine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was the second Shocker. Okay. He looks a bit like a... Um, <coughs> A darker Jordan Peele. Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. Did you was Grey Worm in this film? Because again, worm. on the plane, it looked like Grey Worm from um, Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. But I think he was the one that got he got killed off early. I don't know. I did. I must have missed that. He was like the all smiley smiley guy. I, did, I must have missed that. I think. He might have even been the one that stood on a grenade and got exploded. <laughs> that was funny. Even it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, see, he's like, he's like, one minute he was here, the next he wasn't. He was gone. Like, yeah, that's kind of what happens when you step on a grenade. Mm. But see, like that, that as well reminded me that the sound design of this movie I thought was really good as well. Mm. Like when it was on the plane, when that green light alarm started flashing, like, uh, uh, like that sound really like kicked in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the bit with the trip with the mine explosion, he's just walking along chatting, and then. All of a sudden, it's like, boom, like the explosion. You felt it. Oh, he, I mean? Yeah, he was. Grey Worm was, Grey was Worm, um, yeah, so. he was Dawson. Was that the one that was like, um, I'm writing a story? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, mad. Um, but got, even like little... He was in it for a short time. <laughs> even little things like, um, there was one scene where, I think this is when John Boyega had gotten into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call him John Boyega. Yeah. Um, when he got into the vicinity and he saw them piling bodies yeah and then one Nazi guy flicks his cigarette at it and like you hear like a kind of fizzling like burning sound like the burning uh, flesh the cigarette burning on flesh and I was like oh that's kind of peak but then 
they brought out the flamethrowers and was like, Phew. so I was like, oh, it don't matter anything. Yeah. <laughs> so just like that, just little sounds, things like that, I thought was really good. Like there was a kick in the face. I've written kick in the face here. I don't know why. There must have been a kick in the face that sounded really good because <laughs> I've got that under my sound design sec- section. Um, the sound, I thought, I, I thought this is a very well-made film. Um, it was efficient. Like, it started off in the airplane. You get to know some of them, like, they're quickly, you get to know their characters. Then the plane crashes, and they're in the shit from the start, in enemy territory, like, on their own, separated. Like, it, 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 it was efficient storytelling. Like, they found each other, like, it, it didn't seem implausible the way they found each other. It all seemed natural, mm. how they ended up in the town with the woman, do you know what I mean? Like, and even she, like, when she turned up, you're like, oh, shit, is it a... German is it like is she gonna go snitch on him and she blew bro she do you remember how she was running like and then she, she jumped for the it. shade I was, like, I was like good why are you not just tackle her like mm. then she grabbed Oh, that was funny. And then and and she drew for the shank again for the for the Nazi general guy later on. Mm. Do you remember? Because wasn't but, he? Oh yeah, that's wasn't he that's an old, that's an old thing that annoyed me, yeah. Alright, so don't get it twisted. I get that this guy was very green, like the John Boyega guy. Uh, mm. Like, um, <laughs> love that he's the John Boyega guy. Uh, like killing wasn't his thing, and you know, but like you're going to war. Like I hear that, but bro, listen. Yeah, he's going to war, but he's not. This is World War Two, yeah. Yeah. They're saying like now where they've got soldiers on hold ready. Yeah. No, he I- said. Couple weeks ago, I yeah, was like, and like I job. said, I get that. Now I'm like, here. He's very you can't good. train a man in a couple of weeks I, to kill. I, I get that. If he's you're very not a killer. I'm not just talking about just the, the killing, yeah. He wouldn't like, even kill a mouse. Remember that's, that's yeah, story. I remember that. But there's and a lot of things again, that he did efficient here storytelling that just blew his like blew his cover. What do you mean? Like so. Oh yeah, he would have fully jumped up and stopped his sergeant. Yeah, if that guy didn't come and stop him, yeah. he would have. So that was, it, that, he would be dead. So I was just like, that was stupid. Mm. Then Don't the, you think it, it was a bit worse that the, the the captain or general guy was black and he's being executed by a bunch of Nazis? Yeah, which makes sense. I was sense. like, Ooh. It's like any of you guys got a cigarette? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this guy's he's going down swinging, like, mm. and just like so, like him saving his friend. I was just like, okay, you saved your friend, yeah. Yeah, just gotta know someone's broken it. Yeah, you stopped the girl from getting raped. Like, yes, you know that was very chivalrous of you, but like, she's clearly been raped before. This is not the the first time the the general guy has come over to the house. Let that happen. Let that play out, and then let him go. Yeah, and then no, now you've made the situation like worse. Mm. Uh, you kept on doing little things like that, and I was just like, like. I know you're not a soldier and this is like your very first war, but stop making dumb decisions. And mm. again, I understand that's how that, that's done designed to like... It's good storytelling. But it pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, but it was understandable for his character. Yeah. He come out of nowhere. Yeah, obviously. Like, I understand And that. again, the mouse story and he's consistent. He consistently, you see him being A, in a situation where he needs to kill someone but can't mm. and B be in a situation where he should do nothing but can't stop himself. Yeah. He's too good for that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I thought that was... I, I, I like that. I thought that was a good character trait for a main character. Mm. Uh, I thought because he looked like John Boyega, where it put you off, it kind of helped me accept him as a lead actor. Nah, for me, it's I, like, oh. I, um, I, I don't know, but this was just a good film. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you've got films that are like this where it takes, like, zombies or vampires or... 
like um, werewolves, like what was that? Dog soldiers, very similar to this. It's a story of have you seen dog soldiers? Probably not. You haven't seen anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an English film. I think Danny Dyer was in it, and um, there were a bunch of soldiers. They're going through a forest. Something happens. They break down and end up in a house. And it just happens to be on the night of a full moon and werewolves come. And it's like, oh shit, soldiers versus werewolves. was good. But it wasn't good like this. Do you know what I mean? This was a good movie. Like, if you take out the Nazi zombie stuff, uh, sorry, if you just take out the zombie stuff, Mm -hmm. this would be a really good war film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, this could be, I wouldn't say it's an Oscar contender, but do you know what I mean? It's on those lines of war movies more than the horror action side of movies mm. it leans more on that side I thought like it was a long time before you even see any type of supernatural stuff yeah you see that random fucked up demon dog skeleton bunch of stuff but then after that it's just a war movie for a long time mm. until you get to the house and you hear <laughs> yeah until that shit <laughs> but then again like until he goes into the vicinity mm-hmm. and sees that shit like I thought it was good how it built it up like slowly like you're seeing them killing off bodies and you're like okay what's going on yeah. then he gets deeper in it and you see the people locked up and like you see and then when he saw the, the woman calling him for help and he pulled over the thing and it was just her head oh, yeah, that, I, 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 I like that I was like that is sick I like that that was cool that was amazing but then that I thought was... like how fucked up is that like, that was cool I she's like asking that. for help and it's like I can't help you. I don't know what to do. Like You're just a head and a skeleton and a spine. That was the really really cool. cool. spine. That was messed up. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, oh, the little boy got on my nerves as well. The little boy got on my nerves at first, but then I really liked the the, the arc with him and the soldier. Yeah, yeah. And I got that. I thought it was cute, but she's jarring. But yeah, that was the point, because at first he was annoying the soldier. The guy was like, oh, my days, like... Someone put a bell on him or something. Yeah, this guy's following me about. But then, like, he 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 got to like the guy just wants to throw a ball with you. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, he just wants to play he you. Start to feel, he's like, he started to feel because he's a kid. He started to feel from his a kid. Gave him this the 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 chewing gum or whatever. Mm. Like, and then when you see him coming in the crossfire at the, towards the end, and the guy, I was like, he's gonna go for him. Yeah, like, that, that was obvious. And he went for him, and then he was coming back. I was like, you're gonna get shot, shot in the back now, yeah, which he did. But. I thought he was going to die. Nah, I'm, this I'm, movie I'm glad he got me that. to the point. No, I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, I'm glad but he the did. movie got me to a point a couple of times where I thought the main characters were goners. Like I thought that that moment, I thought he was going to die yeah. and sacrifice himself to save the boy. So I'm glad he survived, mm-hmm. but he did get shot. Another time, I thought the woman was goner. You know, mm-hmm. when that one zombie gets released, oh yeah, and has her up against the wall, I was like, she's dead. She's I was finished. like, she's going to die now. Mm. I genuinely thought so. Like the fact that the movie got because usually I'm watching, I'm like. She, she ain't gonna die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's gonna get away or whatever. But this movie had me where I was like, she could die here. Mm. And that would be peak. But she didn't. And it was still just as satisfying yeah, I to watch. I never really feared for her. Actually, I did. I thought she could get more, And it's I, because. I feared more for John Boyega and the captain. Yeah. All right, do you know what, this I, is, this, do you know what I like here? Right. This is like self and payoffs, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When the first time he gets a Nazi general guy, he's like, I'm gonna win this round. Mm. And he wandered around there and got the, out of, like, the information out of him of how many soldiers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he got to the end and he had it. He hooked him up like meat brown. Yes. And then like, hoisted him. And he was like, hey, guy, I'm going to win this one. Yeah. I was like, ah! 
and you, and you knew it was coming because he like he like taps the hanging hook like yeah. thinking about it and he's like oh I'm gonna put him on that <laughs> yeah I was like oh no oh yeah I like that I really like I mean, that scene I felt that like, ooh that hurt it did like I like that scene and the fact that he got himself off the hook that guy is a fucking beast yeah he pulled nice. himself oh, off the hook and then just dropped and that was before he took the serum. Yeah, that was that was nice. I didn't think he would take the serum, you know. No, I knew he was going to take the serum. I, I, it was the only way to, like, fight the guy in it. Yeah, I know, but I was like, but then you're fucked in it. But then I didn't realise he knew he was yeah. a goner. Yeah. This was a kamikaze Yeah, move, this was always like, a suicide mission for him. Yeah. yeah they, they, well, and that's they, why should, I like, they should have all known it was a suicide mission, but... I guess some of them... No, but hurt. in this moment, for him specifically, mm-hmm. he's done, like he said, I was never planning on coming out. Like, yeah. he, he was through the mission to the end, but in that moment in particular, like, it's like you're hooked, like you injected yourself, like you ain't got a life after this. Yeah. Take one for the team. And that's why I liked it. Even though, yes, all those zombies were coming and I was like, it's about to go down. When he drew for the grenade, I was like, yes. I was like, I, 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 I applauded. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, and that's the thing about this film. I I was waiting for the zombie horde to come. Like, I was expecting mm. them to get overrun and it never happened. But what we got instead, I thought was just as good, if not better than a horde of zombies could have been. We've had loads of films where hordes of zombies come in. World, was, World War Z. World War Z. To, I'm not talking about like waves like yeah. World War Z, but even like an outbreak of some kind, like starting up, like zombies biting someone else and infecting them mm. never happened in this film yeah so it's not a zombie movie mm. so but I'm saying even though that's what I expected what we got was just as good if not better we've had movies where there's zombies yeah and it's 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 losing its thing do you know what I mean like even look at Walking Dead people are dropping off that left right and centre yeah I thought the scene with that one zombie released mm. was uh, was so much more tense was so much more like had me gripped than it would have been if the whole place started getting overrun. Mm. I was like having that one, and they built up to it throughout the movie. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You've seen them doing experiments. You've seen how his friend reacted by getting the injection. Like you've seen slowly build up. Now we've got one that's been in there for how long? Yeah, being tormented, people. eating people, like, and it's been released, and it's here now with the woman, not mm. with one of the other soldiers. Yes, I'm glad the little boy got away. It could have been worse, but it's like, she's defenseless. That, uh, not because she's okay. a woman, just because <laughs> she's not a soldier like the rest of them are. Yeah. And I thought, like, this scene is amazing. Like, it's like Jaws or something. They've mm. held back, they held back, and then they've given you one zombie. Mm. And I thought that the scene was really good. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I don't know what else to say. That Oh, the guy, that guy, the main guy, the sick guy that injected himself at the end. Yeah. Forward, I think, yeah, I was watching him for the longest time. I was like, "Who?" I recognised this guy. I was like, "Who is he?" Oh. And I'm looking at him, and I was like, "Wyatt he, Russell." He, Wyatt Russell's his name. Yeah, he's oh. he's um, Kurt Russell's son. I swear, yeah, Kurt Man. Russell's son. Bro. Um, and wow, that's the he's, thing. Only, he's only three years older than us. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah he's born in like what? Um, I'm looking at him and I was thinking this guy looks like John Connor from Terminator uh, <laughs> he does did he he, uh, does, he looks so. like John Connor from the latest Terminator film mixed with the blonde guy from Logan he was in Black Mirror yes and that's when it clicked for me I was like he was in Playtest which was Playtest the the one where the guy goes in and they put the chip in his head and it's like a game they're like oh, this yeah, is the I, yeah, I don't think that. you've seen that one 
Um, but yeah, that's where it's from. That that's where I recognize it from. As soon as it clicked, I was like, nice. Cool, cool. Um, I think we have covered most of it. You know. Yeah. I'm just looking through my notes. Um, All right. So, can I start wrapping up? So, I'm gonna start wrapping up if you don't start talking in the next like two seconds. Um, so in the next episode we will be bringing you our Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them review and also Widows and then shortly after that we're going to be going into some of the movies that are dropping this weekend so it is an action packed pardon me Woo. it's going to be an action packed couple of um, sorry what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, <what laughs> doing next? I've uh, got three more points okay go quick number one they started with a one shot of the plane exploding and they ended with a one long shot take of the vicinity exploding and him running out with the explosion going on behind him. That yeah. was all one long take. And again, I watched it and I was like, this, this is still going. It hasn't cut yet. And I was like, that was sick. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, when his American generals are giving him a debrief at the end and they're like, so was there anything down there worth, very, yeah. worth digging up? And he said something like, no, there's no, there's nothing down there. Yeah. It was just the thing. So he doesn't even want the Americans fighting well, that's what that. Ford told him. Ford told him, we don't even want our side. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah. So I thought that was good. And then they ended it with the Nas song. When again, I thought of you, I was like, Nana's going to like the end of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called him Nas. Yeah, I told him as a youngster. He'll be the greatest man alive. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was a it was a bit out of nowhere but again yeah it, it, was, it was good it was a good ending I like that film whole chicken from me I recommend it to everyone if you're, if you're expecting an action pack like Resident Evil Nazi zombie movie that's not what you're going to get yeah. what you're going to get is Fury with a bit of Nazi science and uh, maybe as one zombie at the end <clears throat> but, so I yeah. like the characters, I like the story, I liked everything about it. I'm done. Right, cool. So that brings our episode 85 to a close. Uh, like I said, we're going to be spitting out um, episodes quite quickly because there's a lot coming out. And, um, you know, we don't want to go and give a four hour episode. So, yeah, look forward to seeing more of us and hopefully we've much improved sound quality mm. um, so but again if there's any, ever any reason that we are online online on air um, check out some of our friends you've got the Heroes of Noise Fireworks HQ The Source Wall Nerds Pop Culture Leftovers Number One Comic Book Podcast <laughs> sorry oh, reset reset because it's going to go out See the Movie Reviews The Supercast Startcast Shoot the Shit Podcast uh, a couple of nerds, losing live podcast, who's next gaming, the leftover audio podcast, and also now a new one added to the list, uh, brute force and gaming. Uh, that's the D and D podcast that the leftover army guys have been doing. But that's now its own separate show. So you look forward to checking it out if you are a D and D person or someone that's never played before and would like to hear a podcast on that. Check it out. Uh, with that, Big T said bye to the people. Bye to the people. Bye bye now.